Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands Show will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Amen. Back in business, too, man. Man, how good is God? I mean, really, if you think about it, in spite of all that's going down in your life, first of all, it could be worse. But secondly, sometimes you have to remember, and I've just had to have this conversation with myself this morning. That's how I'm fresh on this one right here. When a challenge faces you, or you're going through a difficult moment, or you didn't hit a bump in the road, in the middle of that, if you can manage to be grateful, it will take you a long way. Gratitude is a powerful resource. If you can be grateful in the middle of it, gratitude is a powerful resource. When it's dim for you, and then got a little bumpy on the road, and you ran into some obstacles, and you didn't ran up into some detour signs, and your journey ain't smooth as it was last week or, or last year. You gotta be grateful for the things that are going right and that have gone right, and for the thing that's wrong right now to get right. Man, can I share that with you? Man, is that a tough one to learn? It is for me. It has been one of my toughest challenges is to learn how to be grateful because it's a powerful resource, but how to be grateful in moments of despair when it ain't going right. See, here's a mistake I would make. See, when something go wrong, I want to focus on the wrong so much in an attempt to fix it. But even then, the focus ain't always in the fix it. The focus becomes, man, this is bad. Man, I can't believe this is happening. 
why does keep going down? Th- that doesn't fix anything. You know, uh, milling over it, going over what's wrong, explaining it, sharing it with your friends, you know, making it sound worse than it is, tell the story for pity from other people. All of that right there has nothing to do with the fix. Sometimes you're just mulling over it. You're just making it worse. You're just making it a bigger problem. You're manifesting it into your atmosphere. You're putting it out there in your spirit. Now all of a sudden it consumes your day. Next thing you know, you're having a bad day. If you're having a bad day, it's because you've been having some bad thoughts. So what I've had to learn how to do and what I'm working on this morning is I'm working on this situation that then cropped up. I was going kind of smooth here for a minute, and now I then got real bumpy in the road, you know, and all this here. So what I'm thinking about now, though, is even though I've hit a bump in the road, and even though I done ran into a detour, and even though I, I've hit this lull, I've, I'm going down into a valley, I ain't up on the peak, can I not still be grateful for all the things that God has given me, for all the things he's done for me, for all the things he's brought me through, and realizing that even this that's happening to me again is going to pass too. He gonna get me through that too. Come on, man. God is a good God, man. It's a lot to be grateful for. So while I'm tripping on this bump in the road out in here, what I gotta remember is all the things he's done for me. And like I say, my saying is joy and depression cannot reside in the same place. So instead of being down about this new bump in the road, if I'm constantly filling my mind with the thoughts of how good he's been to me, of what all he's done for me, of all the things he's brought me through, of all the blessings he's presented me with. When I go down that list, I really don't have a lot of time to mull over the situation. Now, do I have to fix this bump in the road? Of course I do. Are there some things I'm going to have to do to straighten it out? Of course it is. But Steve, just go on and get the business of doing it and straighten it out. What you mulling over and worrying about it for? You know, old people, I heard old people say something when I was growing up in the church. They say, if you're going to pray about it, don't worry about it. But if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. That's an amazing thing. And prayer just happens to be my weapon of choice. That ain't always been that way. I want you to understand that. My first weapon of choice was, you do it to me, I do it to you. You call me out, I call you out. You say something bad about me, I've tried to find you and say something bad about you. That was my weapon in the past. How did that work out for you, Steve? Not so good. Because you know what? I spent a lot of time fighting back, kicking back, swinging back, when I could have spent all that time climbing. See, all you're trying to do at the end of the day, folks, is have a better life than the one you got. All you're trying to do is improve your position in life. You know, it's not my business to make sure you don't get where you're going. I ain't got no time for that. It's not my job to assure that you ain't as high as me. I ain't got no time for that. Your real mission and purpose is to have the best life that you can have, to ascend to the highest plateau that you can get to, to make your family as comfortable as you can, to provide as much as you can for your family, but legally. See, those of us that are sitting up here trying to come up with sideways, you can ask a couple million men sitting in prison today how they wish they hadn't have done that. And they'll tell you, oh, man, I wish I never had did it. I knew not to go down there. Something told me not to go down there. 
man, if I could change things, I would. But they sitting somewhere doing some time that had they made another decision, they wouldn't have to do. Now, that don't make them throw away people. Nah, man, because everybody make mistakes, and God is in the forgiving business. And some of us have done some things that really broke the law and a whole lot of other things and deserved to do some time, but through the grace of God, we didn't. But now we sit up here and we pass judgment on people who got to do some. Man, I don't care. I don't care what you've done. God can forgive anything. But our position, our motivation in life is to try to have the best life we can have and provide for those around us and make it comfortable. If that's your ambition, you don't have time to worry about or concern yourself with another person. And I wasted time doing that. And that's not the way to get it done. It's simply mind to your business. Taking care of you and getting yourself right and tight is 24-7. So that's a full-time job. So what I had to learn was, and what I've, the reason I've chosen prayer as, as my weapon of choice now, is that now prayer helps me that I don't have to fight back. Now, if I get cornered, I'm going to fight you. I, I, I ain't even going to lie to you. And I'm still working on some things that trigger me, you know, you, you know, you, you know, and, 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 and so I'm, 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 I'm slowly getting better at that. But I've learned that my weapon of choice is prayer now. So when it happens ugly for me, I pray about it. When it get tight and dismal for me, I pray about it. And the thing about prayer, man, is prayer changes things. Yes, it does now. Read about it and try it. That's the deal, okay? Come on. Prayer is a wonderful weapon. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's have it. You know what I look for every day, your undivided attention. This is Monday morning. We're all blessed to be here. Everybody's safe and healthy. I hope so. Hope everybody's following what the officials are asking us to do, social distancing. Wash your hands. Uh, Hand washing has upped it at the Harvey House because uh, the president for Center Disease Control, uh, Marjorie, has uh, ordered (laughs) some damn uh, surgical soap from online. Mm -hmm. And now we got to wash our hands up to our damn elbow like we finna do brain surgery or something in here. So I was outside with the dog today and we just sat outside so we wouldn't have to go in there and wash nothing. So just wanted to throw that out. Uh, we are surviving, doing quite well, though. Found a lot of positive things to do while I'm off and hope you do the same. It is what it is. And uh, let's get it on, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning. Happy Monday to you, Steve Harvey. Uh, happy Monday it is, baby. Call it for real. Yeah, it is. Good Monday morning to you, Steve and the crew. The 2,997th wonder of the world, that damn junior boy, Kia Spates. Morning, everybody. I'm so glad to say something. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, because you don't, you don't live with nobody, so your quarantine uh-uh. is real. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> and you and the next one, too, J. Yeah, Anthony Brown. I'm fine. I love it. I absolutely love it. Can I make a little announcement? Shout out to all my medicinal smokers out there. Pace yourself, okay? We don't know how long this gonna last. Pace. Gonna run out. You gonna run out? All right. That's Nephew all I'm done, Tommy. Steve. 
Yay, yay. Top of the morning, Uncle Steve. It's Monday, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. Woo. Oh, yeah, man. I'm still. Yeah. Next yeah. to the last still... day of the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm rolling man. in here, man. This test I, I was I was struggling at first the mm-hmm. first few days, but mm-hmm. um, I'm good, man. Me and my girl yeah. found some stuff to do together, and mm-hmm. you know, movie night is every night. Oh, yeah. isn't it you though? <laughs> and so you know, we ain't got nowhere to go. Uh, yeah. We both eating better, so you know, we decided mm-hmm. to go and live it out, man. So we good, man, over here. Let me ask you, get you know, one question, man. Steve. I have a question. Uh, what yeah. would you do? If the TV go out, no oh, Netflix. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. She was in the other room today, and she called me. She said, Steve, I can't get the TV on. I damn, I damn near cuss. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I'm sorry. She said, Steve, wait a minute. Did you just cuss? No, I was, I was saying, what, what, what could be wrong with it? Man, this damn TV go out. What would you do, man? What man, man. I promise you, we out of stuff to talk about. We are out. No more Tiger King for you. Dog game. We ain't got nothing else to talk about. Uh-uh. Everything yeah, has man. been discussed. Dog, all of it. We got no more. All right, well, uh, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, uh, Steve, the president has flipped the script. And we'll also talk about, uh, well, you're kind of bringing up right now, quarantine quarrels right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday, President Trump changed his mind. He flipped the script by announcing that he would be extending social distancing guidelines until April 30th. Uh, Previously, Yeah, previously he had said uh, he wanted wanted to get the country open back up and working by Easter Sunday. That's not not going to happen happen. now. Yeah, that's not going to happen. The virus flipped the script. He ain't flip a damn thing. That virus flipped the script. So it's going to be a while. Uh, you know, before we can, uh, uh, the country can get back to work and, and serious, open up again. Yeah, serious. it's very serious. Really not that, really not that, not that. People what? who uh, who got their Easter stuff laid out already. <laughs> already? The elderly Put it people, back up. Put it back man, up. Man, <laughs> man, what they going to do? What they going to do? That's what there's some, church, there's some churches in Houston. They they actually went to church yesterday. Oh, that, yeah, in Florida. Yeah, too, yeah in right? Florida. Hey, man. Yeah. And, and they talk bad about the pastor doing that. No, that's hey, man, there's a video out down mm-hmm. in Broward, Florida, Bro- Broward County. County, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Where these kids had blocked off the freeway because there's a curfew down there. I saw and that video. They did this video talking about, yeah, this is how we do it. Where the curfew at? What a, I mean, they blocked an entire freeway. It was you know, about a hundred mm-hmm. cars I could see. I guess in this video, I guess not that many, but you, it's just. And the police were trying to get over there, but they had blocked it where the police couldn't even get over there. Yeah, this how we do it down here in Broward County. Hey man, listen, this thing is really serious. It's serious, Steve. This ain't no time. Just, you can't throw no damn block party. And then all the, you know, man, they was running between cars and everything, talking to each other, y'all. This this is real, man. This is really real. I thought that was a real display. And the other display I saw, did you see the naked girl on top of the bull and in the financial district in New York? That bull that's kind of like in the front. I missed the, that. It's just the bull. The neck ain't. 
Remember, Ava, one white girl naked on the bull in New uh, York. How naked York. was she, Steve? Ass naked. naked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you? Yeah, share I don't that? know if it's the Merrill Lynch that? bull. It's just a bull down in the financial district. Yeah. Okay. All you got to yeah. do is all you got to do is Google and go naked yeah, yeah, naked yeah. girl on bull right in up. New York. That's paying too it. much attention I to the bull, Steve. Yeah, what about I the naked that. woman? Naked bull. And it was just in protest of the coronavirus, talking about she ain't scared of no coronavirus. And there's nobody out there except the girl taking her picture. Uh, but then a New York Post uh, photographer oh. shows up and takes the picture, and she jumps off with her girlfriend and runs down oh. the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see it now. Okay, yeah. Oh. People think that they are invincible, that they can't catch it, that, you know, for some reason, but that's not true. Anyone can catch this. They're having younger people are dying. Um, yeah. You know, older people, of course, because of their compromised immune systems. But this is so very serious. You know, you guys, please take everybody this seriously. Yeah. Black all people, people get it. Of all ages. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. And I read a, a, a crazy story about this 21-year-old kid in New York. His father had told him not to go to spring break. Mm-hmm. He went to spring break in Texas at a beach anyway. So when he came home, his father wouldn't let him in the house. Yeah. Well, his father yeah. said no. So when he came home. His car was loaded with groceries. The son mm-hmm. left his car at the house. Mm-hmm. His father went out there, loaded his car with groceries. And when he came home, he said, no, nah, there go your groceries, man. So he had to go to his dorm apartment. Mm-hmm. He was home for break, thought he was going to be home. And his father said, no. And he said, his grandparents live here with us. Mm-hmm. And I can't run the risk. I don't know what he's done. And I've told him. Good for you, Dad. You can't bring that back That's and expose yeah. You know, my mother and father to this. Right. That's and right. He, right. Hey man, he didn't let his son in the house. Amen. I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. He's acting responsibly. I mean, yeah. he is. It's Take your twenty-one year old yeah. ass. Not not just yeah. like that, but when Winton came from That's Dubai and the Uber brought him to the house, Marjorie didn't let his ass in the house. Mm-hmm. No. That's crazy. So you you take your ass you have over to, to this other house we got. He had to go over there. Then we found a doctor that went over there and tested him. Then we waited on test results and found out he was negative, and now his ass ain't been over here. <laughs> I didn't know y'all had a halfway house. Let's go back to that. When y'all get this no, we don't have a halfway house. Bro. What? <laughs> we just have another house. Y'all have. Let me get this right. Most people have a spare room. You just have a spare ass house. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you got, damn. It must be nice. Damn. He got a damn. quarantine house. Damn. damn boy. You why, so much about you. Why the Corona <laughs> story <laughs> has to fall back seat uh, 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 to, to the. Nitpicking. We it ain't on Instagram. We picking out your richness. No, no, it's your no. richness, though. Man, that's your really cool. Your other house. Yeah. You I mean, know? That's great. It's other other house. House. How many bedrooms is that one? Yeah, how many, yeah. How many in the extra house? Yeah, what the extra house is that? <laughs> oh, now he quiet. Now he on the What an extra mean, house mean, room. Jay, what Jay, the, what the, Jay, that mean it's nice. Yeah, yeah, that means it's nice. And when we go to break, we're going to be all kind of initials. Trust oh, me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Shirley, so when is the break? <laughs> you yeah. can't wait. Yeah. We're going to be all kinds yeah. of initials. Is the other house gated on? It's got gates on. You got a minute or so. Go, go, go.
Man, you blessed, man. We'll That's be right back to rich people's slip-ups right after these messages. Tells <laughs> <laughs> you about a minute or so, yeah. Rich people's slip-ups. <laughs> Anybody get into any quarantine fights or anything? No. By myself? Oh, hell yeah, sure. I sure did. You, by yourself, Junior? Who, who'd you get into a fight I with? I was talking to myself and answering me. Somebody better come get me. <laughs> I'm on the verge of going crazy. straight crazy. Yeah. Man. You're gonna drive yourself crazy. Yeah, man. Tom, I'm coming yeah. over this weekend, dog. Just open the gate. <laughs> and when you, you don't come, even understand how important talking is until you can't talk. And let me explain something yeah. to you. When you come, I'll be out back. I try not to go, <laughs> not even in Tom. there until it's time. I'm out back. Man. Now, dog. Hey, man. Hey, man. Me and my wife, we out back. We starting fires. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you to know. hear y'all on this little honeymoon. I'm glad to hear that's it's working out over there. All right. Um, Well, guys, we're going to move on because coming up next, it's uh, Monday. So you know what that means. Church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here standing by uh, with today's national news, of course. Plus, in entertainment news, Juana Man, remember him? Well, Juana Man was arrested for stealing groceries. We'll tell you about it. Miguel? Yeah, we'll talk Miguel, about it. Miguel, hard out here. Hour. Yeah. It's hard out here. Yeah. First, Miguel, though, really? it's Monday. <laughs> yeah. Time to laugh a little bit, and we need it right now. Uh, Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam in the building with church complaints. What is going on? Yeah, oh, oh, we, we are here. We are doing our complaints virtual today. That's right. We're doing virtual complaints called the Jackpot Joint of Jerusalem. Had been self-quartered. That's right. And we've self-quartered everybody out, so the complaints is going virus today. So come on, Deacon. All right, Pastor. Yesterday we did the online streaming. Uh, we raised fifteen thousand dollars in tithes. A lot of the members now want to get rid of the church. Your thoughts, Pastor? That'll be fine with me. Where is the fifteen thousand? It's in our account. It's uh, our cash app. Well, mm-hmm. Let, let bring it to my possession so we can close the church. I can't bring it to you because I can't get next to you right now. So it's all right. right. Now. I'll go down there. Now that I know it's down there, I'll go down. Uh, matter of fact, as soon as the radio show is over. All right. All right. Now Why I'll are you so eager there? to get to the money, Pastor? Oh, I'll get it. Well, we can close it if you want to. Oh, be just no. Fun. Not the church <laughs> joint. Yeah. Now, you tell them that. I will not be threatened. Go ahead, Deacon. All right. Listen, Pastor, the women's auxiliary has gone. uh, They was going to make masks out of old bras. Uh, Sister Ernestine has the only, she's the only one with old bras. And uh, hers is a double J. So instead of looking like face masks, it's going to look more like ski masks. So the people are concerned uh, about being arrested with these kind of masks on, Pastor. But it's your call. She doesn't understand that uh, a mask must be tightly fitting around the facial area. She know good and hell well them J's don't fit tight nowhere. A grown-ass man could put his entire knee in that cup and won't fill it up. So we want to thank her for trying to make a contribution to the lack of mask, but... 
hers will not us officially. Stuff will be getting all in the sides. Yeah, that's true, fam. That's true. All right, I, next, next, next. I don't want to hurt her feeling, but I'll tell her if that's, that's what you right. want me to She'll do. She'll be all right. The only one can wear it is a Raymond Chestnut's big head water boy. Uh-uh. That you know what? Boy no. can, he can wear that thing <laughs> and have it extra tight. No. All right, Pastor. Uh, oh. Now, this one is very serious, and this one is, is that these people are going through. The side piece ministry is going completely crazy, Pastor. No one has visited them in three weeks. Uh, they are asking the church to send their loved ones with masks and gloves on. Is it possible? That's not going to work out or That's due to the, you would have to notify <laughs> the wives uh-huh. who are unaware of this ministry. Have they thought this request out? Amen, Pastor. I, I don't think Amen so, Pastor, but they, they've no. gotten lonely, Pastor. Well, it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, number twos uh, can't be one. You can't be a two and a one. <laughs> See, if you're a two, then you're not the one. You don't graduate? Yeah, I've yeah. told this before. <laughs> Twos never get promoted to Uno. I beg you. You say Uno? Uh-huh. Yeah. Twos I beg don't get to be Unos. Is that right? See, listen yeah. to this right here. Every time the two is next, watch this here. One, two. Mm-hmm. Under. Uno, deuce. All, the two is always next. Dose. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uno, dose. Ace Deuce. You understand? One potato, two potatoes. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to talk to Barbara Dixon, Pastor. Uh, she's been homeschooling her kids. Uh, one is 11 and the other one is 13. She claimed that they are uh, ready to graduate this coming Saturday. Uh, from high school, I don't know what I, I don't know what she talking about. This uh, this homeschooling is wearing our membership out. Is people that, it's people that want their kids out of school. Mm-hmm. Your, the boys that left me not ready to graduate from no school. <laughs> I saw the boys' Easter speech last year. I can tell you right now, he's not ready for graduation <laughs> of any time. The cross is not head. spelled with a Z on it. <laughs> Not an S, but a Z. Now, how old is her children again? Well, how old is Barbara? Eleven and thirteen. And the and the poet and the thirteen year one, Lord have mercy. Uh-huh. Okay, he in the choir, Lord. Yeah. Have mercy. So we need to work on that, Pastor. All right, here we go. Uh brother Langston Mays was arrested for hiding in Walmart. He decided to come up to surface at 3 o'clock in the morning. The security guard caught him on aisle 12 stealing bounty paper towels. He told them that he was getting this for the church. Oh. Well, um, he was. Oh. You sent him in there to steal some paper towels? I didn't send him to that Walmart. I had told him go to Kroger. (laughs) That's better. That's uh, better. So he took th- this is a this is a planning mistake is what this is. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Walmart. Clearly I Wrong said cloak. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want to drive past the Walmart. Now his ass in jail. What you want me to do? Because <laughs> my cousin is the manager of the Kroger. We had set it all up. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> ah. Kroger well, why was would he set. Because he right didn't want to drive past Walmart. 
because he said it was he it it was save on gas. <laughs> so he was cheap. And now now your cheap ass in jail. Yeah. You mm, could get mm, him out, Pastor. Well, yeah, we could. Work on that mm-hmm. Don't leave him in there, Pastor. He, he you know, we don't want well, him to get Well, now, sick. you know, jails ain't practiced since social distancing, so we got to leave him in here because now he ain't in jail. This I'm calling this quarantine. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, that's what that this is. what this is. <laughs> yeah. Remind me not to... Remind me not to steal nothing with you. I see how you do. Well, Deacon, I'm telling you right now, I don't steal. Thank you, Pastor. Well, you Who set it up so he can go in there and do it. I, I, I set up a lot of things. <laughs> Let me, uh, here's something we got a member you need to talk to. Listen, Sister Gretchen Brooks was on the video conference call. Pastor, she has not shaved since uh, being locked down. The members want you to talk to her because she's looking more like uh, Brother Brooks right now. You're going to have to say, say something. Well, I'll be down because wow. I was on that video call and I referred to her as Brother Brooks on three occasions. <laughs> so I'm going to have to apologize to Sister Gretchen when I do see her. Yes, Pastor. And yes. hopefully she'll be shaved that way I know it's her. <laughs> All right. Thank you for church complaints. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, earlier this month, Rihanna donated $5 million to organizations in Barbados and around the world to help fight the uh, coronavirus. Uh, Also, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo shouted out to Rihanna after she came through with personal protective equipment for the state. Cuomo tweeted, I want to thank at Rihanna for the Rihanna Foundation and the Rihanna Foundation for donating personal protective equipment to New York State. We're so appreciative of your help and that of uh, so many others who have stepped up. So congratulations. Uh, she got a shout out. Rihanna. Yeah. That ain't what he wanted to say. Go ahead, Rick. That ain't what he wanted That's not what he wanted to say? Um, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's how old man like started. That. Right. <laughs> it started like that. And the right steam started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure won't think she's real. Sister Wow. Well, uh, in other news, guys, entertainment news, actor Miguel Nunez, best known for his role as Juana Man, uh, was arrested for shoplifting. Um, Miguel was checking out at a Ralph's grocery store in Los Angeles when his credit card got declined. So he just took his groceries in the cart and walked right out of the store. Then a few days later, Miguel, Miguel. Yeah, he returned to the store, same grocery store, and was arrested. But the cops um, just gave him a ticket for the misdemeanor because, as we all know, during this pandemic, the cops are not jailing people for minor offenses. Mm. However, according to Miguel, he was in a long line at the store, standing six feet away, and decided Mm. to leave with his groceries, and he planned on paying for them on another day. Wow. That's how you do, do that when they don't know what you got. Mm-hmm. Well, he should have went in as Joanna Man and not Miguel. I don't know why. I don't know why you would steal something as Miguel. Dress up as Joanna Man. As your character. Go down there, steal, and come back and say, 
My <laughs> sister-in-law just stole some stuff from here, and I'd like to pay for it. But, you know, <laughs> Joanna man, that just don't make sense to me. Not as Miguel. Why he went as Miguel. That don't sound I, like Miguel either, man. No, uh, it don't. Yeah. That don't no. sound like Miguel. <laughs> Listen to me. But you, he didn't oh, read, no, it, now Ron walk as a black man. You know, good and hell well. You can't take no stuff out the store. Talking about you gonna come back and pay for it later. Man, come on, dog. <laughs> dog, how long he been black? I'm not going for this right. He don't make no damn sense. <laughs> lost your <laughs> rabbit ass mind. He said, how long he been black? There's two, there's two <laughs> strikes you got against you. First, you didn't dress up like a wanted man, and you went there as a black man to steal. We're trying to help. your damn mind, dog. Rabbit for real. You should have dressed up like a white man no, or dog. a man. Dog, I'm not, I'm not going for this. Some of this stuff right here, damn foolish. Well, what about the fact that he said he planned to go back another day planned. and pay for it, Steve? Planned. Okay, well, when he walked through the door, he should have walked right up there with the money. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. No, you should have went to another in. route. That's what you should have yeah. yeah, He took his ass right back in there to the same damn store. That don't make no damn sense. <laughs> exactly. That's that, why my that, grandma say be a, being a criminal, don't be a criminal. You don't know what you're doing. That caper had different store all written all over it. I don't know why you went back to right. the same I don't know how you go back to the same route. <laughs> Two miles away like is another route. <laughs> Three blocks away. (laughs) All right. uh, Time to get caught up on today's headlines, Steve. Let's go. Man, Miss Ann Tripp. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, that was that was deep. Okay, starting out with the latest coronavirus figures, everybody. Uh, worldwide, there are over 657,000 positive cases with 30,438 deaths. Nationally, over 125,000 COVID-19 cases with some 2,200 deaths. In New York State, over 50,000 cases. We mentioned New York State because New York State has uh, so many, uh, such a large percentage of all the new co- coronavirus cases. So we watch New York State numbers very closely. President Trump's quickly backed off of the idea he floated on Saturday about quarantining parts of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Uh, New York's Governor Cuomo said he would sue, and Trump said he was. Rem- and Trump was reminded after that about how cutting off that part of the country, would, it includes Wall Street, might make stock investors kind of nervous. Instead, the government's now issuing advisories against any non-essential travel to the New York area. And Dr. Anthony Fauci, a member of the president's coronavirus task force, tells CNN State of the Union that that sort of advisory does make sense. What you don't want is people traveling from that area to other areas of the country and inadvertently and innocently infecting other individuals. With New York State now the epicenter of the coronavirus, governors in Texas, Florida, Maryland, and South Carolina have ordered people arriving from New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut to self-quarantine themselves for at least 14 days. Now, Rhode Island imposed the most dramatic regulation. Cops in that state pulling over, at least ordered to pull over vehicles with New York plates, collecting contact information, and forcing a two-week quarantine. And Rhode Island's governor went further. She said she ordered her state National Guard to go door-to-door in coastal communities in a further effort to locate people who'd recently arrived there from the New York area. Well, New York's Governor Cuomo said, I'm going to sue over that. So then Rhode Island backed off of some of that. Dr. Fauci, by the way, says that the New York City area accounts for some 56% of all new infections in the country. Trump also did about face on gun shops, which were deemed non-essential and therefore ordered to close. The National Rifle Association threatened to sue about that. So Trump had gun stores switch to the essential services column. I mean, gun stores are open. 
Officials in Florida say hospitals there will soon receive shipments of hydroxychloroquine. That's uh, President Trump. That's the anti-malaria drug that President Trump says is a potential treatment for COVID-19. The Detroit Auto Show has been canceled. The venue has been turned into a giant makeshift hospital. Got some good sports-related news. One of the first NBA players to test positive for the coronavirus has recovered. Christian Wood of the Pistons tested positive on March 14th. But one of the Nets, veteran uh, Garrett Temple, says he's using his off time to prepare for else sets exams because he wants to practice law when his playing career is over. Yeah, he must have watched a lot of Perry Mason like I did. Good for him. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, well, if you guys haven't heard, the president has extended social distancing until April 30th, the end of next month. Uh, J. Anthony Brown is here with his list of self-help phone numbers that might help you get through this. Jay, wow. what's this well, all about a lot, now? This is mm-hmm. all about self-help numbers that are out there to help people go through this quarantine. A lot of people don't know 911 is overloaded. Stop calling them, okay? So here's some self-help numbers. 1-800-CHURCH-SOUNDS. Now, you might not can go to church, <laughs> but... You call one eight hundred church sound. You hear, you hear shouting. You hear organ playing. You hear baptism. You just hear it all on your phone, and that's there to help you. One eight hundred church sound numbers to help you get. These are eight hundred numbers to help you get through. One eight hundred side piece. Now this is very serious. Huh? We will hook you up with a psychiatrist because you are going through something. Because you can't see your damn side piece. Yeah. Help is on the way. 1 800 side piece. Dallas number right away. Operators are standing. Oh, this is a very serious 800 number. 1 800 the weave lady. 1 800 the weave lady. Yes. And you need to talk to somebody about how to grease your scalp. How to maybe braid your own damn hair, you know, until because it's dry. How to get to this? Good okay. looking out, Jay. Good looking out. I'm here to help. This is a very serious 800 number. 1 800 nail shop. Now you Man. can't go to the nail Thank shop. You, Thank you, you can't Jay. make it there. Mm-mm. Call them up. There will be somebody there. Now you won't be able to understand a damn thing they say, okay? <laughs> But you will be able to leave a message. Don't try to have a conversation. Hello? Hello? It's Anisha. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) We got it the first time. (laughs) Hello? Okay. 1-800. This is very serious. Right before you get ready to go to the refrigerator, we have a 1-800 one eight hundred, put that damn cake down. Your ass ain't hungry. Put it down. You call this number, someone will be there to talk you through. Put that damn cake down. Put it down. We need you don't, it. We need it. You, you don't need it. And this is my last one eight hundred number for all my freaks and freakettes out there. You just want to hear straight nasty talk. One eight hundred nasty talk. Now it's busy. The line, the line. It's busy. It's just busy. Yeah. This, this, this is completely busy. So you're gonna be on hold for a while. But you. I think we got it, Jay. Thank you. Uh, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, oh, ask the CLO in the building, the Chief That's Love stupid. Officer Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, guys, time now to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer, the one and only Steve Harvey in I the building. It. I got it. You ready, Steve? Here we go. Right here. Yeah. Uh, this one is from Saucy in Indiana. Saucy, okay? <laughs> she says, I'm a 40-year-old woman that has been in a relationship for the past seven years. I have a 15-year-old daughter that uh, came to live with us recently, and things went downhill. This man was so mean and disrespectful to my child, uh, and he told me he hates her. I got tired of him being evil to my, to my child, so I decided to move out. Well, the day I was going to tell him, he had a stroke and was in the hospital for a month. He's home from the hospital now, and he can't stay home alone. I still want to break up with him, but he needs my help. Can I leave him, or am I obligated to stay? No, no, you can get right out. See, hate has consequences to it now. You know, now, he mean to your child, hateful. Now, he hit, now, stroke hit him. Now, but here's the other thing, though. I bet if the daughter is around there now, how hateful he gonna be? You know? Because, see, see, now he needs somebody. It's just sort of a, a lesson in, you gotta be careful how you treat people, because you might need them one day. Yeah. Come back at you. And and this could yeah. be the case right here. Yeah. Or you could just, you know, stay there with your daughter, help him get back on his feet, then leave. Yeah. You ain't got to sleep with him. Whole left side shut down. Okay. (laughs) And if you do leave, make sure he has pampers, wet wipes, deadpans. Have all that stuff close so he can reach you. I mean, you know, because in these times, too, with the coronavirus and everything, you got to practice that. So he come home, you know, just be decent. You ain't got to leave right now. Just make Mm -hmm. your plan. Yeah. You know, he can't stop you. Hey, Steve, you let him know when you get well. When you get well, MF, I'm out of here. No, no, you ain't got to say that. You ain't got to say that. That's evil, Jay. Just when he do well, just get leave. Just leave. They've been together seven years. Seven Seven years. years. And and where was it going? You're not Mm -hmm. married. Y'all just seeing each other. So you know, you find out you find out a lot about him. He been he been mean for a while though. Yeah. He ain't married you in seven years. All right, saucy. All right, here we go. Anonymous in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, Steve. I'm a 57-year-old man seeking advice because my 45-year-old wife is sleeping with a 32-year-old man. I cheated on her three years ago, and since then, she has been trying to get me back. Well, now she has my attention, and I want her to leave this young man alone. My heart breaks whenever she leaves the house, and she is looking good and smelling good. She lies to me about her whereabouts. How can I get my wife back? No, don't, bro, bro, once mm. again, once again, we talk about consequences. Now, bro, you 57, you cheated on her. She been looking for ways to get you back. She got you back. She dating a 32-year-old. Now, I'm, I'm just assuming what happened was, after she busted you cheating, probably more than once, uh, she decided that she may have forgiven you, but she ain't forgot. And now sometimes, man, some people not saying two wrongs make a right, but y'all married. She decided since you did me, I'm going to do you. Now, two I'm wrongs right. don't make a right, but she doing a wrong. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you could do. Look, look, man, you could throw yourself at the mercy of the court, but, bruh, you bought cheating into the relationship. 
So you got to deal with these consequences, ma'am. Sorry, bro. It's tough like that. But, you know, you can't interject nothing into the relationship. Then not now you want it all to stop. She probably, and this cheating incident probably was happening quite a while before she busted you. There's a consequence, man. It just is. I'm sorry, bro. That's an eye for an eye, boo for a boo. That's what that is. Wait, that's called, one more time, nephew? An eye for an eye, a boo for a boo. That's what that is, you know. It's, yeah. Oh, that's Tommy. just y'all didn't know. Wow. Oh, you dropping knowledge. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that was, that was knowledge. That, was knowledge. Knowledge. that is Tommy, yeah. That's what that was, knowledge drop. All right. Yes. Go to, <laughs> thank you, Team Tommy. Go to Steve Harvey FM and submit your Ask the CLO questions. Coming up next, the nephew. He's so wise, he just proved it with today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my mind is on the other side of town. That is the subject Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Well, this is going on all over the country because there's no way you can see anybody. So there's a lot of conference calls going on. This is conference call. Okay. Let's go. Okay. What was that laugh? <laughs> Diabolical. Hello, this is Hannah. Hi there, this is Frank checking in. Hey, David here on the line. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, I'm fine. What's up? Hey, I going? think uh, I think we're waiting for for one other person. Guess I'll dial in a second. Hello, this is is. Sherman. Sherman Davis, general manager's assistant. How you guys doing? Everybody here? Hey, Sherman. Yeah. Hi. Doing fine. Hello, Sherman. All right, all right, guys. We got. Let me make sure we got everybody here. Is Hannah here? Yep, Hannah's here. How's it going? All right, Frank. Yep, I'm on the line. Thank you. All right, good, good, good. And David. Yep. Hey, Sherman. I'm here. All right, my man. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Got some news for you guys. I need you guys to just bear with me for a second. I'm getting all the paperwork in. My um, assistant, Cynthia, is here. So you guys just give me a second. I'm going to put you guys on hold for a second, and I'll be back probably less than 30 seconds, okay? All right. No okay. Problem. Will do. Thank you. Cynthia, can you bring me all of the um, stuff on these three guys? I mean, today is supposed to be uh, – they're on hold right now, but today's the day that we're giving them their severance packages and letting them go, and uh, they'll be out of here Probably by tomorrow morning, they're clearing their things out. They don't know it yet, but we're going to at least give them their severance packages today, okay? You know, they put it on my shoulders to break the bad news. It's like somebody's got to do it, so it's my job today. All right, so bring it to me and, and get it in here as soon as possible so I can uh, hurry and get past this conference call. All right. Hello? Did you guys? All right, guys. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse Hello? me? Sherman? Hello? Yeah, this, I'm, I'm here, guys. Yeah, yeah uh, you never put us on hold? No. Sherman, hey. So are you about to f-ing fire us right now? What are you talking Wait about? Wait a minute. Sherman? Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, guys. What, 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 What's going on? What are you guys talking about? We're asking uh, you what's going on. We, we just heard you didn't put us on hold. We just heard all that. Yes. Severance package is what I heard. I heard you're letting us go. Um, oh, uh, Sherman? Um, maybe, Scott, Sherman? Maybe you're talking about Sherman. some other people. But we okay. just heard you hey, say- hey guys, do hang, hang on. Everybody, just calm down. Just give me, <laughs> give, give me a second here. Hang on. I just let me, 
Me, I'll be right back. Hang on. Uh, Hello? Hey, what is going on? Did you Did we hear that? Okay. You all heard the same I thing? Definitely I don't know what you heard that. I don't know what he's talking about. Cynthia, how do I, how, did I, is this, is this the whole button here? This is it? Right, there we go. They f***ing heard everything. No, they just, they sit f***ing asking me right now. I'm doing what he's telling me to do. This, these three are supposed to be let go by the end of the day. I mean, I, I, I got to do it, but it looks like the severance is, nobody can I, live off of this for even three freaking months. I already know that. This is this is really f***ed up. Oh. Oh, God. All right. So, look. Bring me everybody's stuff. Let me at least, after lunch, they all come in here and pick up their things. That's all I can do. Okay? Is this the right button here? Okay. Hello? It's not the right button. We can hear I, you, I, Sherman. I three cannot months, believe Sherman? what I'm hearing. Three what? months. You have to be kidding me. I've been with this. I've been with this for five years. All right, I've not. I've not let you down for a quarter. The company down for a quarter. This is. This is ridiculous. I cannot believe this. And I'm on travel right now. So how am I going to come and get my things? By the end of the day. This is ridiculous. This is how you're going to let us know. This is unprofessional. This is trash. I cannot believe. If you all need. If you all need a lawyer, I have someone. I have contacts. We can talk. But honestly, Sherman, this is. This is. This is unacceptable. Let's not do the whole lawyer thing, guys, okay? Let's not do that, all right? Now, people get let go from companies. People get let go all the time, and you guys know this. You let go on a conference call with other people. What are you? This is ridiculous. You're giving okay. a personal business. Yes, yes, that's true. You're giving personal business to another. Uh, it, exactly. It's not on hold. Yeah, you cannot be doing this. Yeah, email me that lawyer's number for sure. Yes, yeah, I, will. Okay. I, I will. I got you on it too, David. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't. I didn't try to for you guys to learn it this way. All right. I'm. I'm. Uh, okay. Let's just say I'm not good at the conference button. No, I don't know yeah, how to put any no, buttons. Yeah, you're not good at the conference call. call. You're not yeah, good you're at not any good. of this. This is not a good message. It's not. It's, this is not appropriate professional messaging. In fact, this is. <laughs> I, I'm mortified. I cannot believe this. I is put this five years legal? of my life in this company. This is beside the point. No, your it best is. employees. No, it, okay. is, it is. It is. It is. is absolutely right. It is illegal. This is illegal. Yep. Yep. I. I will. I'm writing this down. Wait. I'm wait. Wait. Come on. Now. Hey. 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 I'm recording hey. Call now. I'm Dude, recording. The, what, what do you mean you're recording it? What are you? What are you recording it for? What? Yes. I'm letting you know. Legally, I can let you know. Idea. I'm recording this call. Can yep. you send me that recording, David? I, I, I will do I, it. Listen, I don't consent on being recorded. I want that known we now. Didn't well, that's too late. On hold, Sherman. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Can I? Can I ask you guys something? Do you guys, are you familiar with your coworker named Barry Dillard? Yes. You don't have to answer that. Oh, Barry fired too? How are you going to tell him? Let me tell you what's going on. Barry told me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All three of y'all just got pranked <laughs> by your coworker, Barry Dillard. <laughs> <laughs> are you oh kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm about to have a heart attack. Oh my god. <laughs> hey y'all, nobody oh. has lost their job. Hannah, Frank, David, nobody oh, has lost god. their job. But your coworker, <laughs> Barry Dillard, got me the prank phone call. Y'all right? So everybody's got their job. We good. Oh, oh my goodness. My. <laughs> We're gonna have to get Barry back. Wow. Oh, my god. wow. Okay. Okay. 
I'm yeah, good. good. I'm good now. I'm good. <laughs> Y'all got to tell me this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Let me hear it. Clearly, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. And you, nephew Tommy. Oh man, we're on the Steve Harvey show. <laughs> and there you have it. There you have wow. it. Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. Mano, uh, give, give the give the prank a sum right now. Give it to prank. Thank you. to Tommy. As all you may. Now can I tell y'all? Can I tell y'all the next time I'm gonna be stupid? Can I tell y'all? Uh, the next thing that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> About we five more minutes. We know that. You trying to surprise I have, us? <laughs> I have a partner in crime. All right, and we've teamed up together. It is called the T and J Coronavirus Stay at Home Comedy Show Live. Wow. It jumps, it jumps off April 1st, which is April, April Fool's, Fool's Day. Day. All right. Yeah. It is the only comedy show that you can watch in your drawers or butt ass naked. That's Don't make what no is. difference to us. Anyway. Okay. Yes. Jay, tell all the comics out there how they can send us. Their videos Send of them your doing comedy. videos, two minutes or less. Two minutes or less. The TNJ stay at home at gmail.com. At right. gmail. Okay. At gmail. At gmail. Hey, man, gmail. here we go. Yeah. <laughs> we need I ain't even going to say less. nothing. Just we good was on idea. Roll, Jay. We yeah. was on the road. Come on now. It's the yeah. TNJ stay right. home. <laughs> they not going to get a video. Okay, if they don't get this. <laughs> Come on, Jay. Okay, Jay, no, I got you it. You don't have it. Come okay. on, Tommy. The letter T and A N D, the letter J. Stay home comedy at gmail.com. Okay? Hey, hey, TNJ, stay home comedy at gmail.com. All you okay. comics out there, y'all send us two minutes of you doing stand up at your house. In your, home. You in, in your home. In your home. In your home. That's it. All right. That sounds fun. <laughs> Look forward to that, guys. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Coming up next, oh. Strawberry Letters. Subject My mind is on the other side of town. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Just a quick reminder that today is National Doctors' Day, guys. Uh, and having said that, we salute and recognize the contribution of all our physicians and their dedication, especially during this time right now. Thank you for your commitment to saving lives in our community. We know it's hard on you, your family, your staff, everyone, but you're there every day in the trenches. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And uh, as we switch gears, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you do need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter. <laughs> Just like this. You hear that, Jay? Just like that. <laughs> we could be reading your letter. Just like that. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, my mind is on the other side of town. And you were right when you said it earlier, uh, Jay, that this, that's an uh, OJ song. Your body's here with me, but your mind is on the other side of town. Here we go, Steve. Dear Steve and Shirley, I'm a 57-year-old married woman, and I've been married for 25 years. It's been an agonizing marriage because my husband has cheated on me several times with many different women. 
He got caught most of the time, and I would act a fool and threaten the females, and then he'd apologize and promise to stop cheating, and I'd believe him. But the last time I found out he was cheating, I found the woman at her job and beat the brakes off her in the parking lot because she had known me for years, and this betrayal hurt worse than the others. After the fight, I told my husband that it was that was it and I was done with his foolishness. He's terrified that I will leave him. So if he's cheating now, he's being very discreet. We're still married and living together, but mentally I have moved on from him and I reconnected with the true love of my life. It's an old boyfriend of mine that has been divorced for two years and he has uh, nothing but time and lots of good loving just for me. For the past year, we've been inseparable, but my husband knows nothing about us. We were going on our first vacation this spring, but now our plans are on hold, and um, I haven't seen him and felt his touch in two weeks because I'm quarantined with my sorry, cheating husband. My boyfriend has been FaceTiming me every day and keeps begging me to pack up my things and come to his house. All right. I'm worried about what our friends will think if I leave home during the quarantine. Am I crazy for caring about his feelings? Um, should I pack up and go be with my soulmate? My body is here with my husband, but my mind is on the other side of town with my boyfriend. How should I handle this situation? Please advise. Well, I have to tell you that uh, I'm sure you're not alone during this quarantine. A lot of people are feeling the same way you are. Uh, you know, they're they're stuck in the house with someone, but their mind is with, you know, their other significant other, be that a boyfriend, a girlfriend, someone they're cheating with, whatever. But that's the situation. You're not alone. I also have to tell you... Um, <clears throat> that you know two wrongs don't make a right. You know this, okay? This started out as a revenge move on your part that blossomed into this full-blown affair with this boo that you're calling your soulmate, uh, the guy that you really love. You've been married to your husband uh, for 25 years. You've been, for 50-something uh, years, you've been taking his crap for half your life because you're, you're, you're 57 years old. Uh, and I gotta ask you why? Why are you allowing him to treat you this way? Uh, when you kept taking him back and you gave him no reason whatsoever to stop cheating, I mean, that did it right there. He had the best of both worlds. He disrespected you, your marriage, numerous times, and he still thinks all he has to do is say something like, baby, I'm sorry, and here he is back in again. The lesson for you to learn here is you got to stand up for yourself. I mean, no man should be, uh, should, should be allowed to treat you that way. What happens if you get with this new guy, your boo, your soulmate, and he starts cheating down the line? You, you can't take it from him either. But, um, you know, you don't have to worry about that right now because we're all quarantined and your boyfriend only asked you to pack your bags and come be with him at his house. I, I mean, if it's true love, you know, is he going to wait for you and all of that until after the quarantine, after you get a divorce from your serial cheater of a husband? Those are the things you need to know before you actually make a move to get with this guy, if that's what you want, since you're so finished with your husband. You know, then you can really walk into this new relationship and be baggage free. So those are the things you have to think about while you're quarantined with your cheating husband, okay? Steve? Well, 57-year-old married woman, been married 25 years, like Shirley said, half your life. Been an agonizing marriage. 
Your husband had cheated on you several times. Many different women. He got caught most of the time. You ain't caught all of them because it's been many. And then what was your reaction, though? You'd act a fool, and then you threatened the females. <laughs> then he'd apologize, tell you he wasn't going to do it no more. You believed him. But then the last time I found out he was cheating, I found a woman at his job, and I beat the brakes off of her in the parking lot because she has known me for years, and this brutal and this bru- uh, uh, betrayal hurt worse than the others. Hold on. You done ran the risk of going to jail. You went in the parking lot, jumped on a woman for cheating with your husband. How you keep confronting all these women that ain't that, that all these women that haven't taken a vow to you? Hmm. The only person in this in this letter that took a vow to you is your husband. The rest of these people don't know you. The rest of these people they, they, what? You just jumping on women. Your marriage sound like it's been a mess. So now when I come back, I'm going to answer the question for you. Your question is, how should I handle this situation? Please advise. That's what I'm going to do. All right, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, Today's subject, my mind is on the other side of town. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. My mind is on the other side of town. My body's here. I knew you were going to say But my it. mind is on the <laughs> other side of town. Sing it. Jodeci. Yes, Boy. Did you Boy. Junior. Junior. Boy. That's not Jodeci. You don't shut up. <laughs> hey, man, listen, you disrespectful. So you know, sometimes Junior. Yeah. Hey, junior. 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 After the quarantine is over with, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> Soon as the quarantine is over, I'm going to slap you. Now, a 57-year-old married woman, been married 25 years, the worst marriage you could be in, husband cheated on a bunch of times with different women, always catch him then, he, she'd act a fool, call, threaten all the females, then he'd apologize, promise to stop cheating, you believed it. But then you find out he was cheating with this woman at her job and went down there and jumped on the woman, beat the brakes off of her in the parking lot because she has known you for years. And this one hurt you more than others. So after the fight, you told your husband that was it and I was done with his foolishness. Here's where the letter gets stupid. He's terrified that I will leave him. When did he start getting scared of you? See, you, you trumping up stuff now. He's terrified that I will leave him. When has this man ever been scared of you? You've jumped on women. You've called women. you threatened women. And he keep doing what he want to do. This man ain't scared of you. He's terrified that I will leave him. So if he is cheating now, he's being very discreet. He is. We still married and living together, but mentally, I've moved on from him. And I've reconnected with the true love of my life. It's an old boyfriend of mine. He been divorced two years and he ain't got nothing but time and lots of good loving just for me. Now for the past year, y'all been inseparable. But your husband knows nothing about us. Really. I think he do. See, if you've been inseparable for a year, that means you've been off with this guy on a bunch of occasions. You ain't been coming home as normal. Your husband ain't said nothing to you about it. And he don't know. 
that's cause you didn't clear the cloak coast up for him to do more cheating. That's all this is. When a man ain't asking you where you been, where you at, it's cause he don't care. He might, he, 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 if you are doing something, he don't care because it's giving him more time to do something. Now, we were going on our first vacation this spring. Wait a minute, excuse me. You and the boyfriend was going on a vacation together. And I guess he wasn't going to know about that either. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, but now our plans are on hold, and I haven't seen him or felt his touch in two weeks because I'm quarantined with my sorry cheating husband. My boyfriend has been FaceTiming me every day and keeps begging me to pack up my things and come to his house. I'm worried about what our friends would think if I leave home during the quarantine. What your friends would think? What about the Center for Disease Control? You ever Ooh. thought about what they might think? Mm-hmm. You ever thought about just something like that? Your friends? What, what do your friends have to do about this? Do your friends know what's going on? Probably. Am I crazy for caring about his feelings? Whose feelings? You talking about the husband that ain't never cared about your feelings? Should I pack up and go be with my soulmate? Technically, you should have been packed up. I ain't saying with your soulmate, but it seemed to me like you should have been out of here. 25 years agonizing marriage? Why are you still there? Now, should you pack up to go with your soulmate? I don't know, but you should have been out of there. And why is the quarantine keeping you at home? You can go somewhere and be by yourself. My body is here with my husband. My body's here. (laughs) But my mind is on the other side of town. You're messing me around. You're messing me around. Oh, one more time. Your body's here with me. Sound yeah. to me. But your mind is on the other side of town. Yes, you oh, are. Yeah. You're messing me around. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But your mind is on the other side of town. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. You're, You're messing, messing me, me around. around. <laughs> Don't yeah. you do it. That's what you're doing now. How should I handle this situation? Please advise. Why are you staying with the man that you can't stand and to prove he don't really care nothing about you? Y'all ain't even, you ain't mentioned in this letter y'all working on your marriage or nothing. You just got a phone call from an old boyfriend and boom, you gone. He ain't asking you where you been. You He don't even care where you been so much you done planned a spring vacation and he ain't gonna ask you where you going then. He don't care. Two people that don't care about each other should not be together. Why would you stay? For what? Now, I ain't saying doing this social distancing that you ought to break your quarantine and go over there. But just act like you're going to the store. And get, now get. Oh, my God. Oh <laughs> All right, God. Steve, you can uh, thank you for that. You can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And me. check out the Strawberry yeah. Letter podcast on mind demand. Is on the <laughs> Coming up. Side of town. Junior's here with sports news oh, at 46 minutes after the hour. Right. right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, it's sports time. What you got for us? 
Well, I tell you right now, I bet you Spike Lee and Charles Oakley is okay with this news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> New York Knicks owner, 64-year-old James Dolan, has tested positive for the coronavirus. Dolan wow. is now self-isolating at his home. Don't say nothing. But Spike Lee, I hear you, dog. I understand. Uh-uh. You probably uh-uh. is having right about now. No. Also, here's some good news. No. no, but but I probably he ain't mad though. But Charles Oakley is though. <laughs> <laughs> Spike not me, but Charles so what come on. Yeah, it's good for your ass. You know why? Because he's from Cleveland. Yeah. You can write for tell how that go. But yeah. also here's some good yeah. news. Yeah. Utah yeah. jazz players. Yeah, yeah. Hold, on, hold on, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now What's your up? ass can't come to the garden. How about that? <laughs> to the garden. <laughs> Well, uh, Utah's uh, players, uh, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, they both have been cleared from the coronavirus. Um, that's good. Oh, now, that's good news. Now that's we just got to figure out news. when the NBA season coming back, though, man. When is this going to mm. come back? Because their immune system probably real strong. Mm-hmm. They're, they're younger. Shape. You know what I mean? They're in shape. Athletic. They had enough uh, immune system to fight mm-hmm. off the virus. Mm-hmm. That virus. is not a sign for everybody to go get okay. Yeah, it's not, it's not I a sign. Mean, I mean, not a sign for everybody to go and act like everything yeah. is okay. Right. Everything good. Yeah, but right. it is good that you're seeing people recover from it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's not. A, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a death sentence. Right. Yeah. People can recover from Amy it. husband, he got he was released from the hospital, so he's on good. quarantine now. He had it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good to hear people recover. Yeah. Yes, he it really is. Oh, it's I got a partner in Houston that's recovering from it. He in the hospital. But he's doing better. Yeah. We talked on yeah. the phone to this, mm-hmm. man. Oh, so good. it's good to know yeah, that man. people recover. Can recover. Mm-hmm. We pulling for you, man. Yeah. Well, Mark Cuban thinks the basketball could be back by mid-May. That's a good sign. Oh, okay. basketball ain't right. coming oh. back. Who? Yeah, man, they're trying to create it's a safe not. environment for the players and the coaches and the refs. They got to figure out how they're going to do that. That's a challenge that the league is facing. But mm-hmm. other than that, man, it, it'd be good to have some basketball right now. Because this stuff we watching now. It yeah. could be. Let's just stay positive like the president said. Who's, who's posting up on who when y'all go back? Because if I'm playing, I ain't posting up on no well, damn I Well, mean, I mean, the <laughs> NBA sure. is doing uh, testing of all players. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they yeah. going to be. Mm-hmm. But you're not posting up on me, though. Nobody. Nobody. This game going to be score going to be so high, Jay. And don't throw Jay the ball. to 220. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, Tamar Braxton says, don't hold on to any grudges during this stressful time. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so singer Tamar Braxton has a PSA for anyone holding on to grudges during this stressful time, this quarantine time, okay? She's saying, let it go. She recently tweeted, I feel that it's the time to get along with everyone. I don't have a feeling about people who wronged me in the past. Nothing or no one is going to dim the light that's over me. So I got to ask the guys. Um, yeah, this she says is, nothing. This is the time the grudge gets stronger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with I, you. Got, I got time to think about it, yeah. and I'm all day, and it keeps crossing my mind. No, no, no. Preach on the it, Tommy. Preach on strong. it. Look, huh? I can't get to you now, but as soon as this is over with, <laughs> you got a quarantine ass with yeah. me coming. <laughs> and understand, I'm already with, dressed. Partner. I'm already yeah. dressed. Yeah. 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 I, I done yeah. thought about this so over and over. So soon they lift it. Yeah. I'm yeah. You guys have here. time for that? Yeah. For that? Sure. Wow. Best time. Yeah. 
It's business. Steve. Steve. <laughs> Speak on it. Steve, are you forgiving or are you I holding know. on to the grudge? You better be over here with us. You better be over here with us. You better be with us. <laughs> what do you think, Steve? <laughs> I'm actually torn. Uh-uh, Mr. Motivational Speaker. Oh, Because I want to give some love to Tamar for sending out that let it go. 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 And then, you know. Here There's that other side of me. Come on. Hey, what Let's that says? That uh, remembers Michelle Obama's famous words, mm-hmm. when they go low, we go high. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what she said. Now you're talking. Okay. Let me set it up, Steve. You was going to whoop his ass the day before the quarantine. <laughs> you said, when yeah. I go back to work tomorrow, uh-huh. I'm, I'm whooping his behind. But you right. got shut down. Does that behind whooping build up or you let it go? That's what I'm asking. No, see, now. <laughs> Shut up, Jay. Yeah, Crazy. that's a good point, Jay. Here's that my philosophy. <laughs> I agree 100% with Tamar to let it go. Okay, okay. I agree. So during this time, I think we shouldn't harbor that because that's a form of sickness, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, when we go back to work, yeah. <laughs> when I see your ass, if you, you. do not have corona, uh, if what? you are not tested positive for COVID-19, I got to put these hands on your ass. <laughs> right and sure. then <laughs> after that, we can let it go. Nah. <laughs> see, that's that's what I mean by I'm that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now, you're letting it, it go down. for 30 days. Is what yeah, you you're, letting do. you're letting it go. Until April 30th. But do you let yeah. the person know what's going to happen Absolutely. after the vaccine? Vi- Every, yeah, day. Every, like, day. Uh-huh. Every day. Every day. Every day. You have to surprise people with ass whoopers, y'all. You can't just keep that. Let them keep it on their mind. You have to surprise somebody with ass whoopers. Call me a bacon chicken, but I'm going to whoop your ass as soon as they lift this damn band. <laughs> you tired of being so in the Steve, kitchen? You don't, you don't Steve, yeah. you don't say I'm nothing. I'm in the you kitchen. Don't uh-uh. Uh-uh. You don't say what? That's how you get your ass whooped, Jay, like preparing yeah. somebody. Well, <laughs> I won't, okay, now I won't prepare him. I'll say this. I'll keep asking him, when do we go back to work? That's what I'll keep <laughs> asking him. Every day I'll call him. <laughs> you, say, man, hey, you, Jay, know. <laughs> you heard anything? <laughs> Well, I'll send to his house like little, like old Negro spirituals. Oh, just as Steve. Steve. Soon and very soon, oh, hey. we are going to see the king. <laughs> soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Oh, soon. You know, and just stuff like that. Little stuff, you know. I love it. Say, man, you know, we go back. It's going to be all right after a while. All right. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, we gotta say, we loved the iHeart Living Room concert for America. Yes. That was Woo! good, huh? Oh, it yeah. Aired, yeah, it aired last night on Fox. It was hosted by the one and only Elton John. Hey, yes, it starred Alicia Keys, Mariah Carey, Billie Eilish, and her. Uh, I, I mean, I just loved all of those performances. They were recorded by the artists in their home because, mm-hmm. of course, everybody's staying safe due to COVID-19. Uh, the concert helped raise money for two organizations that are doing their part to help with the uh, coronavirus relief, Feeding America and First Responders Children's Foundation. Also nice. today, yeah, today is National Doctors' Day. We can't forget that, and we salute and recognize all of the doctors and the medical workers, their contributions um, just, you know, has been phenomenal during this time. Thank you for being on the front lines and uh, working to save lives in our communities. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. But the concert, huh? Alicia Keys. Yeah. Yeah. Tasha and I watched it. It was good. It was good. Mariah Carey with her singing self. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Her, you Mm -hmm. know, part of the new crew, you know, just she's phenomenal. Billy Island. I mean, everybody. Who's her? Her. her. You know her. H E R. Her. Her. You know her. Uh-huh. <laughs> she knows her. <laughs> he said, just having fun. What you uh, say, Jay? <laughs> just having fun. Yeah, I know her. She sings with him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up and some trending stories as well at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, earlier this month, Rihanna donated $5 million to organizations in Barbados and around the world to help fight the uh, coronavirus. Uh, Also, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo shouted out to Rihanna after she came through with personal protective equipment for the state. Cuomo tweeted, I want to thank at Rihanna for the Rihanna Foundation and the Rihanna Foundation for donating personal protective equipment to New York State. We're so appreciative of your help and that of uh, so many others who have stepped up. So congratulations. Uh, she got a shout out. That's not what he wanted to say. Um, what, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's how old man like started. It started like that. And the right seat started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, thanks. It's real. This is Riri. Well, in other news, guys, entertainment news, actor Miguel Nunez, best known for his role as Juana Man, uh, was arrested for shoplifting. Um, Miguel was checking out at a Ralph's grocery store in Los Angeles when his credit card got declined. So he just took his groceries in the cart and walked right out of the store. Then a few days later, Miguel... Yeah, he returned to the store, same grocery store, and was arrested. But the cops um, just gave him a ticket for the misdemeanor because, as we all know, during this pandemic, the cops are not jailing people for minor offenses. Mm. However, according to Miguel, he was in a long line at the store, standing six feet away, and decided Mm. to leave with his groceries, and he planned on paying for them on another day. He should have went in as Joanna Man and not Miguel. I don't know why. I don't know why you would steal something as Miguel. Everybody knows who that is. Dress up as Joanna Man. As your character. Go down there, steal, and come back and say, my sister-in-law just stole some stuff from here, and I'd like to pay for it. But, you know, 
Jawana man. That just don't make sense to me. Not as Miguel. Why he went as Miguel. That don't sound like Miguel either, man. No, it don't. That don't sound like Miguel. Don't make sense to me. Listen to me. Now, Ron Walk, as a black man, you know, good and hell well, you can't take no stuff out the store talking about you're going to come back and pay for it later. Man, come on, dog. <laughs> dog, how long he been black? I'm not going for this right. He don't make no damn sense. You <laughs> <laughs> lost your rabbit ass mind. He said, how long he hell? been black? There's two, like two <laughs> strikes you got against you. First, you didn't dress up like a wonder man, and you went there as a black man to steal. Dog, on, to be trying out to help. your damn mind, dog. <laughs> for real. You should have dressed up like a white man or you want to be. Dog, I'm not, I'm not going for this. Some of this stuff right here, damn foolish. All right, coming up, it's our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day. Yes, and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. And we'll pay tribute to uh, a fallen civil rights leader, Joseph Lawry, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Um, Before we get out of here, Steve, and uh, get to your closing remarks, um, just got to say a few words about uh, Reverend Joseph Lawry. Um, He was a key figure in the civil rights movement. Of course, he passed away on Friday in Atlanta of natural causes. They were unrelated to the coronavirus. Coronavirus, that's what his family uh, told the uh, Associated Press in a statement. Uh, Reverend Lowry was 98 years old. He was hailed as the dean of the civil rights movement upon his receipt of the um, AACP's Lifetime Achievement Award. Dr. Lowry had assumed and executed a broad and diverse series of roles over the span of his lifetime. Yeah, he was one of the uh, founders of the Southern Leader Conference. SCLC. SCLC. Just a, a powerful man in terms of civil rights for for young people who don't know, civil rights was a movement, man. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a gang of older blacks, yeah, uh, and 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 some whites who fought really, really hard to get the things that we benefit from today so mm-hmm. so easily and readily that we take for granted. These a lot of these things that we benefit from today were never. It just wasn't a part of the makeup for for the African American back in the day. You know, you sitting down eating lunch where you want to. That was not the case. He was here fighting for that. Yeah. You know, the riding in the bus. That was not everybody couldn't do that. That that some people fought for us to be able to do that. That's the importance of your history. Mm-hmm. And uh Joseph Lowry was one of the great uh leaders of our time. And he's ninety eight years old. That's a full run. Mm-hmm. Our condolences go out to his family, but I'm sure you know, look, we all would love to see ninety eight, maybe. You know, hopefully. So, you know, God bless him, man, and the work and the contribution he made to black people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 My closing remarks today is going to be interesting because I'm taking them from the message I saw uh, yesterday. Uh, Marjorie and I were watching TV and we cut on Joel Osteen. And he was live from his church, Lakewood Church in Houston, and he was recording it. And there wasn't a soul there. That was not a soul in the compact center. He gave a message, man, that really resonated with me. And these were some of the points. I'm paraphrasing it, of course. You can go to joelosteen.com and get it for yourself. But the message he was talking about was 
to use your faith, man, in this time that we're all going through, because we're all going through it. Everybody's affected with this, whether you realize it or not, we're all affected. And we all eventually will know someone who is suffering from this uh, from this incredible virus that's attacking us, you know. But in uh, through all of this, if you are a person of faith, you have to remember that God is in charge, that God is still on the throne. I keep saying this too shall pass. This moment was created and has come about and has given all of us a moment to pause, a moment to reflect, but a moment to absorb what it is. And, you know, every time God is going to do something great, uh, you know, sometimes in your life, I've found that some of the greatest moments in my life were in in, in troubled times. Uh, God has brought me through some incredible storms and he gonna bring us through this one too. Uh, this wasn't God made or anything like this, but it's a situation that's happening and the world has to pay attention to this. There are people unifying who have never unified before. There are countries talking that have never talked before, but you got to understand how God has worked in the past through some of the stories in the Bible when he was bringing all of the, the Israelites out past Pharaoh and all of this, and and they were, and he parted the Red Sea, he was describing how they were walking across the Red Sea after God had parted the waters, how afraid they must have been. The sound of the wind that God pushed down through here to keep that water at bay and walking through here, holding on to their children and their loved ones and looking at that water, hoping that they could get there. And they was rushing across and they was carrying the elderly and how they were just hoping that water would hold up, but not really sure. And it, Joel Osteen went on to remind us that you ain't in the middle of a crisis, that you're in the middle of a miracle, that something good is going to happen for those that believe and love God. You're going to come out of this on the other side. It's like walking through that water when he held it back on both sides. When you get out on the other side, you're going to have come through something, man. You, you could be right now in the middle of a miracle, but you got to stay positive and look for it, man. You know, you, it's, it's, it's like Isaiah 54, 17 for me, which is my favorite scripture. scripture. No form and weapon formed against me shall prosper. I just have always believed that. And I'm telling you, I've lived my life as people have attacked me and come after me and, 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 and said things about me. But man, God just keep on holding me together. And when I come out on the other side, I'm always better. The same thing can happen for you because God is doing a new thing in you. This time of being in the house and quarantine, that could be God could be working on a new thing in you, man. You just got to give it an opportunity. You got to, there's something new going on. If you believe, use your faith, man. Stop going to church and then don't apply your faith. Oh, we going through something right now. We all going through something right now. It ain't just you. Now, some people going to come out of this on the other side and going to get the blessing. They going to get the understanding. And they going to be all right, man. But always remember this now. God can do what medicine can't do. So if you're in a crisis and you got God, you got more than medicine because God can do what medicine can't do. And I know what some people on this show can tell you that. And you know somebody that can tell you that. So y'all stay with it, man.
Don't give up. Hang in there. This too shall pass. Those are my closing remarks. Yo. Yes. This too shall pass. Amen, brother. It's going to pass. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 